today on the rise of time. Don't you, don't you love it when someone says, you know, you can't turn that into a business. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, whatever that that might be. So that kind of happened with today's guest, Rachel Cook, because here's what she's done. She turned a passion for the yogi healer type peeps. You know what I'm talking about? You know, the people and the yogis and you know what I'm saying, right? Uh, and she turned that into a six-figure business, and now she absolutely dominates that niche by helping yogi healers grow their business. And today she reveals the entire story, how she built the credibility, how she made her first sale, how she came up with her products, all that jazz and much more coming up right now on The Rise to the Top. Now, before we get started, got to give a couple of super quick shout-outs to our sponsors, which keep The Rise to the Top completely free for you guys Thanks to their contribution. So first and foremost, you know, as you probably know, uh, I was just on a lovely trip with my wife in Italy and Greece, and I, and I promised, you know, not to do, quote unquote, much work, if any. You know how that goes. You know, I didn't bring the laptop, which made me a little nervous, but I had the iPad with me. And, you know, even though I wasn't supposed to, <laughs> you know, I could access all my files at home. So on, on all my laptop, on my desktop, all these things. I could access them all thanks to go to my PC, um, and you got to try it. If it, it makes it so easy. You just click on the app, you go in, you, you can access your files wherever you are. You don't have to lug around, uh, you know, anything except for one device, your phone, your you know, or iPad or something like that. So download the app in the App Store. Head over to go to mypc.com, click the Try It Free button, and enter the promo code Rise for forty five days on me. Boom, and also Carbonite. You know. I had a nightmare story. I shared this a, a few weeks ago about losing all my files a few years ago, and and I it sucked. Like, it, can you relate with that? I mean, have you ever been in that moment where you're like, "Holy crap, my files are gone"? I mean, it's not a good moment. And if you haven't been, I never want you to be in that moment either, like I was. And and as soon as I switched to Carbonite, after I lost all my files a few years ago, never lost anything ever again. So I reached out to them. I was like, "You got it. You, you got to support Rise to the Top." Uh, you guys have a great product. I know our peeps will want to check it out. So it is the better backup plan for Shizzle. Start your free trial today at Carbonite.com. No credit card required. Just use the promo code RISE, and then you're going to get two free bonus months with your purchase. So so check that out for sure, Carbonite.com. Uh, and finally, create awesome interviews. I got this question the other day. What is the easiest, fastest, and most awesome way to build relationships with the influencers in your niche without creepily stalking them outside their window and build a passionate fan base who loves you and buys everything from you at the same time? The answer for sure, for sure, is creating your own interview-based web show where you interview all the influencers. You get to know them, and you're going to build your audience. It's awesome. I have a non-module, non Non nine module course called Create Awesome Interviews. You can check out all the details, see some of the results of people that have taken the course, and much more. Very excited about this at createawesomeinterviews.com slash let's do it. All right, well, let's get at it today. Welcome, my friends. This is the Rise to the Top, the uncensored, uncut, unconventional show and resource for badass experts, thought leaders, and personal brands. Now, that is a mouthful, but you know what it's all about here. So I'm David Simon Garland. In case this is your first episode of So Welcome. Um, so here's the thing. Today, uh, we're wrapping up sort of a series on the show over the next 
you know, couple weeks here of case studies. And then we got a lot of uh, how-to stuff coming up and things like that. So, so make sure to uh, keep an eye out there. If you haven't subscribed already, go to therisetop.com slash VIP. Get on the VIP email list because that's always where I send bonus stuff and, and, and all the behind-the-scenes things as well. So here's the thing. Rachel Cook joining me today. I'm not going to do it too much of an intro because uh, uh, she's got so much – interesting things to talk and teach us. So she's going to talk about how she took this passion for yoga and, you know, that holistic and all that kind of stuff and turn that into a business, especially online and how she built it from scratch, how she made her first sale, all, all this stuff. I don't want to even tell you too much more. I'm just going to let without further ado, here it is, Rachel Cook on the Rise to Top. Enjoy. All right. So live from where, where are we at? Virginia? I don't. I don't even know where we're at. Rachel Cook, where 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 are you? I'm in Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina, right now. North Carolina. My house has been without power since Monday, so going on four and a half days after a tornado hit. Well, you know what? I'm glad you, you could join us, though. Either look at the light; it's wonderful. You're at what in-laws house? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Out in-laws house. Well, at least they have the internet, so that's good. Um. Yeah. So as we get started here, you know, I think this would be kind of cool to talk about. Um. One of my favorite first questions right now. When someone comes to you and they say, you know, Rachel, what's your expertise and, and what do you do for a living? Uh, how, would you, how would you answer that question? Okay. So usually I, for most people, because if I tried to actually explain what I do, they'd be completely confused. And it's a 25-minute conversation, right? Yeah, it's a 25-minute yeah. conversation. I tell them I help healing and helping entrepreneurs like yogis, holistic healers, life coaches, and the like to grow their communities and to serve more people with their message. Okay, cool. Listen, that was incredibly concise. That was unbelievable. <laughs> I, I was super impressed by that. So really your target market right now with your, your brand, uh, the Yogipreneur, is yeah. just, just what you said, holistic entrepreneurs. It's, it's a very specific subset you know, that you yeah. got to. How do we get to that point? Um, uh, did you what, what? What? First of all, when did the Yogipreneur or that brand um, start? What? What year? So you're gonna love this because I know your show pretty well. 2008. Oh, Magic, magic year. year. It's the. It is the Magic Year. Um, that's when the Yogipreneur started, and I don't know if you want to dive into the whole. No, uh, we're gonna. Well, I want to hear a little bit of backstory before we dive sure. into the actual brand itself. So, so 2008 it started. Um, what were you doing before that? So before that, I came out of my MBA program and went straight into financial planning and consulting for entrepreneurs and small businesses. So okay. I have master's and background in entrepreneurship cool. and small business, and I knew that was where I was going to be. Um, so I went straight into the financial planning world. And, and, and did you ever, did you ever, um, was there, you know, I, I remember a moment like when I... Would, I think it was an event or so. Actually, no, it was a friend of mine. It was a friend of mine where I sat down with him one time and I, I was looking at his business from afar. I wasn't involved in anything like this at all right now uh, at that point. And I said, you know, he was speaking and he was traveling and he was writing books and he was doing this cool stuff that we would call, you know, an expert business, right? So like, you know, and, and his whole thing was on approachability. And I remember looking at him and being like, God, is so cool. Like, I feel like I could do that on something. I don't know what it's going to be, but I feel like I'm going to do it on something. Did you have a moment or how did you evolve to getting to the yogipreneur from, you know, gal doing financial planning for, for small businesses and entrepreneurs to really creating your own, you know, personal yeah. brand and expert? How, how do we get from one to the other here? So it really started when in 2008, I got really sick. Oh, so 
I got sick to the point of adrenal failure and panic attacks that had me in the hospital, mm -hmm. basically nonstop. And so I was forced to take a three-month leave of absence from my career, like a medical leave. I was on disability. Wow. Um, and, you know, the minute you get sick like that, the doctors say, well, here's a handful of drugs, <laughs> and here's the shrink you need to see and everything else. And I was like, um, no, there's no way I'm putting this crap in my body. I didn't want that. So I essentially educated myself on how I could naturally heal myself. I knew my body could heal itself. I knew my anxiety could get under control. And I jumped on my yoga mat and mm. became really great friends with the teacher in my city. And honestly, within three months, I went from being in the hospital almost every week with like an EKG hooked up because the panic attacks were so bad. That's intense. To no medication, no anxiety medication, and also the the knowledge that I could not go back to my career. I couldn't go huh. back to a high pressure environment where I was basically required to work like 80 hours a week. It wasn't healthy for me. Right. But I knew that these people I had spent my time around, these holistic healers, yoga teachers, there was something about that that was really healing for me, not just hmm. what we were le learning, what I was learning and doing in my life, but their energy and the space they held for me. So I was just kind of like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I'm going to say I'm resigning my job and I'm just going to hang out with you guys until I figure that out. <laughs> wow. So, so basically it came from a personal need. Yeah. So, so it started out that you were like, you went through, you went through something that was super heavy. Yeah. You, 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 and, and I'm like that too. Like, and I know a lot of people are too, that we just, cause the personality type, it's like, once you get into something, especially if it's like involving health, but I mean, you went all in. Like, I'm guarantee you read like a ton on it and researched it. And you were like, you became oh, yeah. like a, you became like a, like a, you know, encyclopedia of it. I'm sure. Right. I mean, I, I finished my teacher training pretty immediately and, um, for yoga to oh, become okay. a yoga teacher. And I just was like, cool. I love these people. And I knew that I had a lot of skills that they needed. Um, and I just really wanted to hang out with these people. They were totally cool. They were down to earth. They were chill. There was no pressure for anything. Sure. And on the flip side of that, this was a community that was struggling in their business. And I'm saying once my, once my teacher, my yoga teacher let me in on what was happening with her business, I mean, she was underwater with her business. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these other people I was going to for my own health their businesses were unhealthy. Ah, so there was a gap there of sort of like these awesome people that have this great talent, you know what I mean, and 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 are really cool and they want to hang out with, but nah, they might not. The business acumen, that kind of side, might be something that they need help with. So is that where you kind of saw the gap? It was actually, you know, it didn't take very long from the time that I started spending so much time in that community that they were asking about what I was up to. And my teacher was like, um, basically my business is going to fold really fast. Can you help me out? Mm. And so I had, I really had no expectations. I was kind of like, well, I just quit my job. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do right now. So sure. I'll come in and run this yoga studio for you. And it only took a few months to turn things around for her. And she literally handed me the concept for the Yogipreneur. We had um, together put in this concept to, I believe it was like the University of Wisconsin to come out there and teach a workshop okay. called Being a Yogipreneur. And nice. so she literally handed me the brand name and was like, you know how to build communities in a way that 
isn't sleazy, that doesn't feel pushy. Like for these types of people, that's really important. It had to feel authentic, like more like building a family, building a community instead of marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And yeah. somehow right. I was able to translate it in a way that they got. So she literally handed me the, the name Yogi Preneur and I kind of just took off with it because I realized there was such a need in this community, especially now. Yeah, and, and, and you know what's interesting about this is that you really have had a great head start here because you were very clear, it seems. Uh, I know I wasn't. I know some people that were extremely clear, just like you were, on who your market was and what you were doing, it seems. It seems like it was pretty clear. Um, like Meaning like, yeah. uh, like you were like, these are the people, these are the peeps, this is what I bring to the table, this is where we're gonna go. I mean, I mean, am I right there? Is it is it clearer in retrospect, or was it just as clear? Was it just as clear then? No, it is totally clear, and I think that's actually a really good point because a lot of people don't find they don't think about who they really want to work with. And I realized, and and this is because probably I had the mismatch, the experience of being surrounded by people I didn't want to work with, right? And maybe working with clients who honestly were all about like getting a ton of money out of their business, you know, things that just didn't feel like they were contributing to the greater good of the world. Right. And I, I knew this yoga community, I loved them. They were awesome. I just wanted to hang out with them all the time. And if they're the people you want to hang out with all the time, your business is not going to feel like work. It's going to feel more like play. It's going to feel more like you're just hanging out with great friends, tossing ideas back and forth. And that's what I wanted ultimately. Yeah, that, that's a great point because I think that, a lot of people that maybe are struggling uh, sometimes with that early stage type thing is that think about the types of uh, peeps you like to hang out with. You know what I mean? And, and like, you know, uh, is there people that you that you have coffee with and you're like, God, I want to kill myself like like during the conversation? That's probably not the types of people you're going to want to work with. But the other ones that leave you super energized and you're like ready to take on the day. I think those are a lot of times a sign of the types of people you want to be around. You know, that's so huge. And it's something that you it's easy to think about in theory, but it does take actually getting out there and talking with people and working with people because it's easy for me to say, I love the yoga community, but anybody who's been in the yoga world knows that there's like the woo to the woo yoga community. And I'm not, I don't jive with them very well. Like, okay. They don't inter, uh, intergalactic, uh, yoga community, uh, different, different people, huh? There are different, you know, there are, and I, I need people who are more like realistic. They're grounded. They're down to earth. They're ready to take action. And they know that they, yes, are building a business. (laughs) They're not just, you know, dumping their life savings into something and then praying that the universe will take over and make it happen for them. Like they know that, for it to happen, they have to get off their ass and do something about it. Got it. So, so, you, so to kind of catch up on the story here. Sure. You you go in there, you dominate for this one lady and, and their business, and then you kind of basically were handed over the the keys and saying, "Hey, here, here, do Yogipreneur." You launch a site. What what was sort of uh, the business goals? When you got going with this, uh, meaning like, were you thinking, okay, I want to go travel around and consult with people. Okay, I don't want to travel around. I've got my family. I want to stay at home. I want to work with people one on one. I want to create products. Like, where were you at at that point when you started this in two thousand eight? So honestly, when I started this, I was kind of taking a similar model to what I had before in my financial planning business. I mean, I was ready to go up and down the East Coast teaching workshops, teaching seminars, and then working with people one-on-one, whether that looked like me hanging out at their studio for Mm -hmm. a week at a time and really diving in with them. 
And that's where I started. But then that has shifted because when that happened, when I started, I was not a mom. <laughs> right. Well, let's talk, let's talk about like that yeah. first part because there's always sure. a shift. I, I remember a very yeah. specific shift of traveling everywhere to like rarely wanting to travel everywhere um, <laughs> is it, it, the best way to put it, right? So let's talk about that first part though because that's probably where you gained a lot of experience too. Doing, totally. doing that first. And how many years did you do that for? So I did that for about a year and a half. Okay, so year and a half. How did you get those first people, um, whether it was people to come to the workshops or, or private clients, um, what was sort of your, because you were, you know, you, you had this lady you helped out big time and obviously you had the knowledge, but it's another thing to market yourself and actually get paying people. Because I remember people struggle big time with getting paying people uh, or early on, especially. So what, what did you do? So I networked like crazy. So I'm, I've always been a big fan of Skype and have regularly had Skype sessions with people and I call them Skype dates. Like rarely a week goes by where I'm not reaching out to somebody and saying, Hey, let's chat on Skype and see what's going on for you. I, I just like to find out more what you about what you're up to. And so I did that a lot. Um, just kind of pitching myself for coming down and teaching workshops and things like that. Um, I did a lot of sending out information to studios that I knew had, especially like teacher training programs mm. to, to go in there and, and teach workshops for them. But a lot of people came to me through referrals mm -hmm. and I really nurtured referrals. And this is something I think a lot of people forget about, but referral based businesses, they rock. Huge. I mean, they're huge. I mean, basically do an awesome job with your client, you know, support them in every way you can delight them in every way you can send them unexpected things, give them unexpected phone calls, support them, go above and beyond. And they know people. So like my teacher, literally, I came in and stepped into her studio. And then within a few months, I was working with five of her friends that I didn't have to call. They were like, hey, we heard you did this at Grace Yoga. Can you come, you know, check out what's going on for me? And, and was that more of an organic thing? Or was it also more of a like, you know, like I've got over here on my shelf somewhere, I don't know where it is, is John Jantz, my buddy's book, The Referral Engine, right? And he talks about in that book, um, sort of, I don't want to say, yeah, kind of systemizing your referrals, like meaning like, you know, when you do good work for yeah. someone, make sure at this point you come in and you say, hey, it was a, you know, can I get this? Did you actually ask for some or were, or were these people just running around sprinkling referrals all over the universe or what kind of happened? No, I think because, and I don't know that it would work as well right now, but just because at that time there was nobody working in this specific niche that they were like, oh my gosh, finally, there's somebody. You're like, the only one. You're the business I, and the yoga combined or the holistic combined yeah. into one. Yeah. And now there's a lot more people, but I tell a lot of my clients, I mean, I spend a lot of my time with my clients who are still running studios or local businesses. I'm like, client appreciation events rock. I mm -hmm. mean, spend time getting your clients together, getting bring a friend events, things like that they can fill your business, especially if you're working on a high value level and you're working with a lot of people one-on-one. -on -one. All right, cool. And, and, and when you were doing this and you were going around and doing the traveling, do you remember, uh, first of all, for, for your workshops, what was kind of that? Like, did you charge a base price? Was it like 50 bucks a head, 500 bucks a head? Was, was it some kind of... Oh, like, you were ridiculously like, cheap. Yeah, yeah, I'm assuming it wasn't $500 a head at that time. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. what, what was sort of your, your uh, model, if you will, then? So my model, I mean... In the yoga world, most people are used to coming to like a three-hour workshop okay. that's like learning how to do better backbends or handstands or whatever, and it's like a three-hour workshop for like 30, 
are forty-five dollars. I'm working on my stretching here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there we go. So I okay. priced myself similarly to what those workshops were. Um, I wasn't trying to be like out of these people's price ranges. I was trying to meet myself, you know, meet where they were. And so usually around forty or fifty dollars, sometimes seventy-five dollars if it was like more than three hours long. Um, and then I would just try to, I would tell the studio owners, like, if you can get 10 to 15 people in a room, usually we do some sort of split where it, this is again, common in the yoga world, where if you bring in a guest teacher for a workshop, then it's usually like a 40, 60 split. So I would get 60% of the revenue and the studio would keep 40%. So it was great for them because they could make a little bit of money off of it. And I didn't have to market it so heavily because you know, they're putting it out to their community, putting flyers out. Um, flyers were big at that time, and it was just starting to get people on the email marketing list, so I'd get an email out from that studio or whatever. And that was pretty much how it went for a little while. <laughs> Interesting. So then, and then you also had, uh, like, one-on-one -on -one clients with, with, yeah. working with studios. Did you just charge, was it a package, a retainer, a hourly rate? What, what did you do early on? It was pretty much, like, work with me for three months, and it was, like, 200 or $300 a month. I okay. mean, really cheap. Got it. Got it was really cheap. I, w I really didn't look outside of what anybody else was doing in the coaching world or in the business coaching world, which is this whole other monster. Um, I just kind of was like, what do I think they can afford and what do I really need to sustain myself? And I didn't need much to sustain myself. So I was willing to get the experience working with these people and really seeing what the big issues were in these businesses. Um, I was willing to do that and not take a whole lot of money home, right, which I know a lot of people don't have that option, but luckily I did. So I was able to to really get my experience without over pricing myself out of that. Got it. So so if you do the math count on that, you did this for a year and a half before we go to uh, talking sure. about the twinsies and then how that changed, changes <laughs> the business here, uh, but is, is you... So basically, you know, I'm, I'm kind of running the math. You did a lot of that. I mean, we're talking probably not quite a six-figure business yet at this point. I mean, no. we're talking like it could have been maybe, I don't know. I'm just trying to run it 30000 40000 something like that. Maybe yeah. more. Yeah. I mean, I was, my husband's a teacher, and I was bringing in the equivalent of what he brings okay. in, basically. So together, we were almost at the six-figure mark. But, I mean, we were kind of like, we're young. We'll live cheap. We didn't have kids yet. Um, we knew that for me to build a community, which I know your, your peeps will know as build a list. My peeps know as build a community. Right. I was, I've got to just get out in front of as many people as possible, be as accessible as possible and not too many, put too many barriers in my way. Mm -hmm. So that was a big thing. I didn't want to put too many barriers in my way. I wanted to make it feel to them like it was just a natural next step for them to come to a workshop or to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. Got it. So that's that's how we rolled for the first in the first year and a half. Right, and then the shift comes, and and it's interesting because the shift comes, and we're we're gonna talk about you have twins, right? Who are now what two? Two and a half. Okay, and two I'm and a half. Expecting again. Oh, congratulations! So we got the hat trick here. So we're gonna have three. Um, and and this seems to be an interesting part where there's a shift, and, and I've noticed this with a lot of people with with businesses like this, something happens that causes a shift, uh, either good or bad. Uh, you know, I, I, there's people that, that have had stuff where they get into an accident and they can't literally go around and do all this stuff anymore, so they st they want to stay more around. There, there's good stuff, obviously, like having kids. Um, when when you decided to sort of start the shift here, uh, was it something where you were like, you know, I just don't want to quite travel as much and or 
I think I can make a little bit more money by leveraging a bit more. Was it was it kind of both or was it was it one or the other? Actually, it was a doctor looking at me and saying, you're ha having a high risk pregnancy. Yeah. And you're going on bed rest now. Okay. So I got pregnant in May of 2009. And by the end of September, I was on bed rest okay. until my kids were born. So I had a very, very short time frame to figure out, first of all, how was I going to have income if I wasn't able to go travel and talk with people or travel and do workshops. And this was when like GoToWebinar had just started getting a little bit easier to use and more sure. of these technologies started becoming a little bit more well-known and not as like awkward. Um, and I was like, okay, well maybe I can just take my workshops and start putting that on there. And then when I was on bed rest, all I could do was be on the phone with clients so I kept those clients, but I also spent a ridiculous amount of time educating myself about how I could use the internet more because mm -hmm. when I first got started, I mean, I had this gorgeous website. It's not the one that was up, that's up right now, um, but it was pretty much like a brochure. I mean, it wasn't- right. brochure site, a lot of, a lot of meaning, meaning it wasn't uh, necessarily massive content here. We're talking pretty yeah. much higher, higher Rachel, if you will. It wasn't content driven right. at all. It was like- you can hire me. Here's the workshops coming up. Done. Um, and I was like, okay, well, I can start putting what I know out into a blog. And then that became, well, I can write a couple ebooks. And that became, well, now I could also do some webinars now that that's coming out. So I spent a lot of time really educating myself um, because I didn't have anything else to do. And Netflix gets really old four months on bed rest. <laughs> right. Right. And did you have any favorite people that you specifically learned from or was it just kind of a hodgepodge or how did you start to kind of learn? Um, because, you know, really that's what the Rise to the Top we're all about yeah. here is teaching people uh, through, you know, how to dominate experts, how to dominate online, right? And, and I remember everyone has to start at zero at some point. Uh, where, where did you kind of begin with with that kind of stuff? So I actually have a really great friend, um, Chris Ward, who has a brand similar to mine. It's called the Abundant Yogi, and she does <laughs> a, a rival lot. Yogi, yeah, yeah. We actually were worried about that for a long time, but we became really good friends um, because she's much more of the lifestyle design, life coaching piece, and I tend to be more of the business and strategy piece. So it actually turned out to be a good compliment once we got over our competitive concerns. <laughs> um, but actually, I was really interested in what she was doing because at the time, she had just launched her first teleseminar program that was like a six-part teleseminar course or something like that. And I was like, oh, well, that's really cool. I hadn't thought about doing anything like that. And so as I started poking around, I learned a lot from Brendan Burchard. Oh, yeah. Who sure. Experts Academy. Absolutely. I took Experts Academy. Um, a couple of other people I was just starting to follow. I was following what Marie Forleo was doing. Yep. I was following what some of her peeps rolling out were up to. And I was like, okay, if I can get my people over this fear of technology, <laughs> then I can figure out how to put what I've learned, you know, working with them inside their business. How can I, how can I turn that into a program and actually put them through a training instead of me having to train them one-on-one? -on -one? Right. So, so basically at this point, you've, Okay, you're like, I got to shift. I can't be traveling. I literally can't be traveling around. Um, so I, I'm done. I got the babies growing here, uh, and, and I got to stay focused. And so your first thing, which I think makes sense, and I've seen this happen a lot, is you said, okay, well, I've got clients here. You know, let's just bring them online. You know, yeah. but, but same idea. It's more leverage, but it's still that you're trading 
uh, you know, an hour of time or whatever it might be for dollars, right? Then totally. you start to get involved and learn a little bit about online marketing and kind of online business and saying, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, might be able to, to leverage this a little bit more and, and create a program or some kind of thing. Did you, yeah. what was your first program? Did you, did you come up with like a, like something that got out of the gate first? Was it a teleseminar or a course or what was your, what was your first program that you came up with? So I'll, well, I'll tell your, I'll tell you everybody listening is it actually took me like 18 months to get that first program out. Yeah, it takes a little like, <laughs> I took a, a long time. I took a long time from the time that I was um, on bed rest until I had my kids. And that was intentional because I decided, and again, my husband and I are really clear that these are our values. These are our priorities. And we don't mind living on the cheap to make sure our kids get what we need, what they need. So I kept that handful of one-on-one -on -one clients I continued to invest in my own education for about a year before I got serious about putting a program together. Okay, that's great to know. Thanks for it. Because sometimes we think like, oh, it did this, and then you know, one month later, she's got the program. So that's good to know. No, I really took my time with that. And I put that out there because I have, it's funny, I have a lot of moms who come to me and they're stressed. They're like, I have to put out a program tomorrow. And I'm like, no, take your time, understand all the moving parts. And if you don't know the technology, like get comfortable with it because it's technology. It can be tricky and it can have its own issues. Um, so about 18 months after I had my twins, I put out the Yogipreneur's Guide to Conscious Business Design. Right, which is still up there. It is. And it's become my flagship program. I mean, it's the program that everything that this community struggles with and that I've seen in the past few years, I boiled it down and, and pulled out all of the essential business training and the strategy to help people understand how to run those businesses. Um, and also adding in if they wanted to add some more leverage to it and create what I call a hybrid business, because a lot of my people would love to be able to not have to trade those, you know, hours for dollars. Right. But if you're a yoga teacher, it's kind of hard sometimes to see how you're going to do that. Right. Like what um, else are you supposed so, to do? I mean, you could do books and products and things like that, I guess, too, you know? Yeah. So we, I, I started talking about that inside Conscious Business Design, and that rolled out, sold out the first time. When I launched it, I was so excited because I was like, it was, I think, just under $15,000. Okay. I was going to ask that. What it, what well, it sold? How much, first of all, how much did it cost? Uh, how much was it sold for? So originally it was sold at $697. Okay, wow. So you came out, you came out, God bless your heart, you came out premium. You're like, <laughs> you know what? My days of $30 workshops, thanks for coming. I'm going, you're going to get the everything I know, and it's going to be $697. That's right. Well, and at that point, I mean, I put a ton, I mean, for oh, yeah. a ton. For a 10-module course, I mean, it probably took me about 250 hours just to write all, all the content in the course. And then everything was delivered on, um, you know, a video PowerPoint presentation. There's audios with it. There's worksheets with it. I right. mean, it's an intense course. Okay, so it's a 10-module course. You came up with it because, honestly, my guess would be you had all this knowledge that you were, you actually had knowledge from in the field that you're going around. And I guarantee you, when you went to each studio, there was always these common questions or themes or problems that people are having. Right. And so you were yeah. like, okay, here we go. <laughs> Pretty easy. Uh, but you had to put the, put the effort in big time and you create this, this premium product. Um, a couple of questions on it real quick. Cause I want to talk about kind of the launch of it and things like that. Um, number one, uh, 
did you uh what was your kind of pricing philosophy there uh i know people have different pricing philosophies like my my create awesome interview course is at 495 dollars i've and we have a reason for that there's there's things all the way across the board uh what how did you land on that uh unless you just threw a dartboard no, you know, I actually was looking at how much time I put into it. And if they were to sit with me one on one, yeah. how long would it take for them to get all of this information? And I saw that most of the people working with me one on one, it would take them about six months to learn everything that I had put into this 10 week program. And mm -hmm. that's if I was delivering it to them one on one. Mm -hmm. um, and at that rate, I mean, working with me for six months, was starting at about $3,000 for six months. Right. So I was, well, let's cut this down so that it's accessible to a lot of people. Because um, I still felt that at $697, that was accessible to a lot of people. Yeah, I no, also, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I also felt that it forced them to really put some skin in the game so that I have this big belief that if they don't show up and, and put enough of their own hard-earned cash into it, they're not going to take it seriously and they're not going to implement it. And this is important to me because I see a ton of people out there saying that they'll they'll do whatever you tell them, but they don't. Right, <laughs> right. Like until, until they have to make that payment to you for that three pay whatever, and they're sitting there going, oh crap, how am I going to come up with like 200 something dollars? You know, I want them to hustle a little bit if they have to. Just right. Because forces you to up your game. It forces you to get out of your comfort zone. And that was really important to me um, to make sure that they got what they needed to get out of it. So I, I tried to make it as affordable as possible, not something that could break the bank. I wanted to make sure that if they had to stretch for it, that it was still a stretch that in my mind, if they followed what I told them, by the end of the fourth module, they should have at least made up what they put into it. Right. This is great. I mean, I, because I, I couldn't agree more on the philosophy of wanting people to like having the right people that invest the money. It's not the $2 ebook or something like that. I mean, yep. there's, there's a big difference and you're going to get quality people by doing that as well. And also your thing is so niche, you know, yeah. that this is like, listen, here, here, here it is. I mean, there's not going to be 50 other things like this by any means. Um, so I just want to add something too yeah. about this because I think a lot of people hear that, Oh, let's start with the cheap ebook and then kind of like stair step it up gradually until you do a premium course. And I think that's kind of an ass backwards approach because if you have a small list and at this time when I launched this program, I had less than 500 people on this list. I probably had 300 and something and I had a $15,000 launch. Huge. Huge. So yeah. I, if I would have launched a $20 ebook, statistically like looking at conversions, I would have made a couple hundred bucks. Are you kidding me? I cannot take care of my family on that. So I think it's better to invest your time and put out something that's quality and actually, you know, get compensated for that. And I think it also positioned me to now where I'm going now, which is anybody I work with one-on-one, -on -one, they've already gone through this level. They know what to expect from me and I'm able to really be picky about who I work with. And I'm also able to charge premium prices for my one-on-one -on -one time. That's the differentiator. If I would have started with that like five dollar ebook, right? <laughs> I might still be charging only like a couple hundred bucks a month to work with me. Right. And, and by the way, how much is it to work with you right now? Right now, it starts at thousand dollars a month. Nice. And it's probably you get to pick and choose who you want too. So that that's nice as well. But I I I can share in the exact uh, testament that you gave there um, of going premium 
for a premium, doing a premium course first. Yeah. Um, I debated that a lot because my first thing that came out really that was in a course was was create awesome interviews. And I talked about you know people and we we're trying to decide and do the thing and whatever. And the best advice I got was from Ryan Lee, who's a great internet marketer, great guy, super ethical, and he said, listen. He's like, it's going to be the same effort for you, I swear to God, meaning marketing it, to do the $90 thing or the $45 thing or the $500 thing. And he's yep. like, you need to go premium. You're going to get premium customers. They're going to be people that, that really want it. They're going to be less of a pain because you're really getting the best people in, in your program that you can. Okay, You're going to make more money. And again, you can do it with a very small list and a relationship with that list. Like when I launched mine, it was $500 people or less on that list as well and did and did I think uh, in the first three days like 20 grand somewhere around there right and so the, the only reason for that and why our percentages are so high on that is because of the relationship with the list and what, what you're offering so I, I got to talk about that you said $15,000 on your first launch yeah. um, anything specific you did was it just like here it is <laughs> no <laughs> here you no. go and how and how did people end up by the way on your list was it using the blog and stuff like that so yeah, leading up to all of this, I really committed to putting a lot of content out. And so I spent a lot of time writing on my blog. I also spent a lot of time guest posting for other people and um, getting interviewed and things like that. Um, so my list was growing gradually. I would actually have to say that my list grew more during my launch time for that course because I did go the route of the, you know, three videos, like three training videos, and then open the cart for... 10 or 12 days and then close the cart. Okay. Um, so that was a big undertaking. I'd actually say, <laughs> I wish I would have known that the, the launch part, the whole marketing part for me was more time intensive and stressful than the course. Because oh yeah. Oh, it, uh, I knew like bar I, none, bar none. Yeah. Like I could teach that course in my sleep cause yeah. I know it. But marketing everything and really hitting those videos right. And I had no, I mean, I did all the videos, like literally on this computer. I'm using my old MacBook. <laughs> I recorded them straight into iMovie. Um, I edited all the training videos myself. And awesome. then I put them up. I used Kajabi for everything just because I was trying to make it as simple on myself as possible. I didn't want to have a coder. I didn't want to have to you try did this to. all yourself. You're saying no it was literally you. It was me. And I was like, I'm going to, and that's why I, I did use Kajabi for a while. Cause I was like, I just need something that's like a template, like drag and drop done. Um, and so I did that first launch and it took me probably six weeks to prepare all of those training videos. Like I wrote out every p bit of script. I was so nervous. I really hadn't gotten into video too terribly much. Um, but it worked out really great. And people loved the videos because in my niche, there was nobody doing mm -hmm. training videos. Mm -hmm. So that was awesome too. Very cool. And, and, and from there, what, the product just continues? Did you reopen it later on? And now, now you can, I think you can just buy it, right, at this point? Yeah. So I did um, a couple rounds of it live with me mm -hmm. where people could, and this is another thing I did that I'll share. So I, I wanted to make sure because there, people do have different learning styles and not everybody can just take a course and like, first of all, have the commitment and willpower to sit down and go through it. Like a lot of people right. would just right. rather not do that. And I know that. So I, I knew that I had to build in accountability and support. So all of the times that I've had it live, they had weekly calls with me. I also added this other thing, which 
ended up being huge. I added a, an upgrade option that I just call the pro option where they can add for like an extra $500, three one-on-one -on -one sessions with me. Okay. So and like a little, little upsell there. Yeah. It was a little upsell, but it actually turned out to be huge. I did it simply because I was thinking, well, some of these people are getting confused and sending me a lot of emails. I might as well just make sure I capture that. It ended up about 40% of people go for that upsell, mm -hmm. which is wow. really that's simple. A, that's, that's a pretty big percentage. It's a huge percentage. And when I look at you know, where my revenue comes from, I mean, right now about 60% of my revenue comes from this course. And a good 20% of that comes from people just doing the upgrade with three sessions with me which is amazing. That, that, um, that is amazing. And I, it's been great. So I, I have done it um, live a few times. And then recently I just opened it up to be kind of an on-demand program where it's literally delivered to you. And then every month I jump on for a support call. And I really did that because um, at the beginning of this year, I went through and re-recorded all the modules. I streamlined things. I pulled out the stuff that was confusing. Mm -hmm. um, I really took, like for me, I want my... I want my community to tell me what they need and where things are not lining up for them, where I'm really reaching for something. Um, so I ended up streamlining the course a little bit and re-recorded the entire thing. Wow. That's and a lot of effort, by the way. It and is a good. lot of effort, but it's been great because I've had a lot of people come out of it with a lot better results. They're getting the results faster because they're not distracted by, oh, I need to have like a elevator pitch. I'm like, no, you don't need an elevator pitch. Scrap that. Let's just get to the core of what's going to get you business. And nobody gives a crap about your elevator pitch because they get hung up on that. Right. Um, and it ends up being like this whole thing. So I ended up redoing it all, relaunching it for $997, the upgrade for um, $1,497 and did it live. But now it's all on demand. And it'll probably, because I'm pregnant again, be on demand for the next... <laughs> year so. right and you have some sub programs too i mean not sub different programs as well you got one i saw called wordpress workshop and kiss social media yeah uh, of, of the you mentioned that 60 percent of your revenue comes in basically from the yogi preneur uh the conscious business design um your other 40 is that a combination of these other two courses and then one-on-one -on -one work or what, what else are we what else are we looking at here in the empire that is rachel cook um, actually, the techie trainings rolled out because I originally had, I originally had all that content inside conscious business design, and it was too much information. Mm -hmm. So I realized I need to pull these out, create smaller programs that people can sit down on a weekend and learn how to do their website, or they can sit down on a weekend and understand social media. And I've got a few more of those coming out. And again, this is backwards from what most people teach. Those are my programs that start at like $200. Mm -hmm. And I just launched those this year. Got it. So, um, so lower price. Yeah. Lower price too. Yeah. And the amazing thing is now because I started with the premium program and I know that program inside and out, about 40% of the people who come in through my smaller programs end up upgrading into my bigger one. Oh, wow. So you can upgrade like for a certain amount as opposed to rebuy, like buy the entire thing? Yeah. Okay. So it's been really great because now it, everything's more seamless, which is great. So I would say right now, um, those programs are pretty small. I mean, I have not done like huge launches for them. They're just kind of, I created them, put them out there. They've been about maybe 10% of my business. A good chunk of my business is still working one-on-one -on -one with people. Mm -hmm. And I only work with like five or six people at a time. Okay. Got <laughs> it. And, and so early on in this, and, and we're going to wrap in a few, a few more little things here. Um, it, when, uh, 
when you started and you were you were you know kind of on the teacher's salary, if you will, uh, when you were, when you were going around and doing that stuff, you have since then uh, definitely hit six figures. Uh, yeah. What? What? How? When did? When did that happen? And was that a goal? Like, wh- like when you started doing this, you know, I, I remember originally you were saying like, you know, I wanted to help people. Whoop! As I hit the microphone, um, is uh, you know, I want to help people. I want to, I want to do this. I want to continue to go, and you know, we can le- we can live kind of frugal, and we can do these kind of things. Um, has that changed at all in terms of like, you know, looking to now really grow the business, or 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 kind of, you know, tell us a little bit about that side on the financial side for you. So I think it's interesting for me because. When I was in the financial planning world, I mean, I was 23, 24, making six figures. Right, right. So I went from that and realizing how much I didn't care about the money and how much it did not fulfill me to being able to have the freedom to have a business where I could work with who I wanted. And as long as my essential needs were met, I didn't really care about anything else. Well, now having kids, of course, that's changed. Um, And for me, having a six-figure business at this point is more about making sure that I can stay committed to my kids. Uh-huh. So I made a commitment when I came off maternity leave to never work more than 25 hours a week. Wow. That's, that's, that's intense. It is intense. And people think I'm a little nuts for that. Um, I definitely had a couple of business coaches who were like, that's not possible. And I kind of was like, well, I'll show you. Um, <laughs> I, can, I like I, it. That's the right attitude. I like it. Screw those um, guys. And I kind of have always been like, I only work on high value things. I don't waste my time on something I can have someone on my team do. Um, and I also really believe in investing and having the right people around you. So even though my business is making six figures and is on its way to multiple six figures, which is really exciting right now, I mean, my family still lives simply. We like to travel. We like to do fun things together. Um, but I also pay pretty much a almost full-time salary for a nanny to be with me so that those 25 hours I'm not like trying to work during nap time because that's never going to work um so I have a full-time nanny so that I can have those 25 hours sure and 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 then do you also have more people working on the biz as well like do you have freelancers or other people like what's your team quote-unquote like right now is it is it all freelancers anyone or is it still just you rolling solo too no I I um, have an amazing, amazing team. Amber Kinney of Vivacious VAs has been with me for over a year now. I adore this woman. Like she is my other half and her team <laughs> has become my team. Like we have really committed to growing together. Um, so she's basically my back, my office manager. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it comes down to it, she does everything with my back end. She manages all of my support. Um, and I really couldn't have the lifestyle I have right now, which is really being either with clients I adore or creating content that's just fun for me. I mean, it's easy and fun and I like it or hanging out with my kids. I spend more time at the zoo or at the <laughs> park or going to the gym every day than most people ever imagine. And I do spend a lot on my team, but I'm totally cool with it. I would rather pay money and have those awesome people there so that I can spend my time with my kids while they're this little. Awesome, awesome. Well, th- th- this has been a heck of a story, Rachel. I want to wrap up here in a second. And by the way, any shameless plug links for anything that you want to send to our peeps, we're going to talk about that in a second too if you, if you need anything. But I guess final final question would be more of a broad thing. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that are listening that are at all stages of the expert game. There's people that are, are, are kind of in the get starting stages. There's people that are in the 
really growing big time stages, people that are already like they're listening to this on their yacht or something like that. You know what I mean? So we got a, we got a, we have a gamut of the expert business. Um, your path, you know, if you were to look back and and say, you know, younger Rachel, <laughs> here here's a couple words of advice or, or here's some mistakes that you're gonna make. Um, <laughs> you know, that maybe I can save you a little bit of effort on. What what would you say to the younger Rachel uh, that that was kind of coming up in this game right now? You know, I would actually tell myself to not do anything differently because I, I think your mistakes are incredibly valuable and I know I've made a ton, but without them, I wouldn't have made these huge leaps that I've been able to make both in my personal life and this commitment to, you know, living with my family instead of busting my ass 80 hours a week for a job I hate. You know, I wouldn't have gotten there if I wouldn't have made those mistakes or come up against those big walls or whatever. Um... So yeah, just I would have done everything the same. Right, it's all worked out. It has because look at that. Each thing you could say this shifted to this because of this. You know, you can't you can't you can't go back and redo it. It was a trick question. Uh, all right, <laughs> Rachel. So this has been awesome. Tell us where we can connect people. I know you uh, you have a new course out too, or something like that, on or something about getting shit done. I'm not 100 percent sure. Maybe you do, maybe <laughs> you don't. Um, but any links now would be your shameless promotion time, and I'll make sure that they're all in the show notes as well. Sure. So come find me at theyogipreneur.com where I share a ton of great information about mindful marketing, client attraction, and getting shit done. <laughs> and I'm excited to also be rolling out this um, sister side of my business, which will just be under my rachelcook.com site, which is going to be called Your Baby Business Plan. And we didn't really dive into this too much, but... <laughs> Um, I've had a huge number of people because I'm so open about running this business with two little ones and now another one on the way that I've got a lot of moms who are wanting to do the same thing. So I'm creating an entire program around how to set your business up to make room for your baby. So your business doesn't like fall off the face of the earth. And I'm excited oh, cool. to launch that this, this summer. It'll be your baby Okay. So it'll be your baby business Plan.com. And right now they can find you on your on your website too, right? Which and we're gonna sp we have to spell out your name because it's gonna be mass confusion. So it, it's Rachel R A C H E A L Cook C O O K dot com. So I'm gonna link up all that stuff in the show notes. Make sure to check that out. Uh, Rachel, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for being you know not only super cool to hang out with, but uber open about everything. I, I think that's something cool about people in the business that um, I, I think more than any other business is I love how everyone is just like, you know what, I will share the good, the bad, the ugly, everything. So thank you so much for uh, sharing that with us. Totally. I'm, I'm honored to be able to do so because if, I really think this whole transparency thing is going to save a lot of people, you know, some confusion and some frustration and a lot of uh, hours and time and money trying to make it happen based on hype instead of reality. So I want everyone to have the reality going into this. Perfect. Sure. And good luck with uh, child number three there. <laughs> Thank you so much. And that's it. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Miss Rachel Cook. Uh, make sure to check out the yogipreneur.com. That's in the show notes, of course, on the rise to the top .com. And just uh, a quick few reminders, make sure to download that free app for Go to My PC in the App Store. Head over to GoToMyPC.com, click the Try It Free button, enter the promo code RISE for 45 days free, and also make sure to check out Carbonite for all your backup and enter the promo code RISE to get two free bonus months with your purchase. Got to do that. Head over to Carbonite.com. 
definitely, 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 definitely go about that as well. And finally, if you haven't already, you want to build relationships with the key people in your niche, you want to build your audience, you want to get more traffic, you want to build your list, you want to be really sexy, all those things, you got to do your own interview-based web show. And I'm going to teach you exactly how to do it through my program, Create Awesome Interviews. It's over at createawesomeinterviews.com slash let's do it. All right. I will see you next time. I'm David Seitman Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny.